1: Hi, this is Barb Crowley, and welcome to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Today we're talking to the beauty witch, Elise Marie, is an actress, writer, and certified holistic nutritionist. She is passionate about the plant-powered, eco-friendly lifestyle, aligned with the cycles of nature, the moon, and the stars. She has been creating glamorously green health and beauty potions for over 30 years, Drawing from ancient traditions, herbalism, astrology, and tarot. She is, she has just uh, launched The Beauty Witch, her most recent book. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. So I'm so happy to have you here, Elise Marie.
2: Elise. Oh, thank you, Elise. <laughs> thank you, Barb. It's so nice to be here. Thank it's you. It's great. Um,
1: and I am, we talked a little bit before we came on the radio. I am so interested in um, talking about first the inside, we're going to take it from mm. the inside out, beauty mm-hmm. from the inside out. because most women don't really feel their beauty. They don't celebrate their beauty. And um, first I want to I want you to tell me the story about where you first recognized the enjoyment of mm. beauty with your grandmother.
2: I was very fortunate. I have, well, I had a grandmother who was very, very attuned with her femininity, with her her sense of who she really was on the inside and it very much radiated to the external. And you know, it was also kind of contagious because I noticed that anyone that was around her just lit up. She was very charming. Yeah. And so much of that personality and that inner stillness and that confidence was part of what made her so beautiful to me, to, so, so attractive, I think, to so many people. And one of the things that struck me very young about her was that when I was very young, was that she really did celebrate what I would call now the beauty rituals and she really partook in those. And when I say that, I mean, she she really took the time for herself to care for her skin, her nails, her hair, um, her surroundings really, it extended into uh, every everything she did, her clothing, her, the way she cooked it was just everything was this ritual of taking care and giving and aesthetically pleasing and she had this wonderful I'll never Mm -hmm. forget she had two actually she had one on the bathroom vanity which was was pretty roomy Mm -hmm. (laughs) by by the standards I'm used to and she also had a dressing table in her in her bedroom and I just remember I was kind of eye height to a lot of the bottles and <sighs> and the sparkly things. And she had these beautiful ornate trays and these beautiful bottles. And she always had these, you know, these great French perfumes and little gold lipstick cases and compacts mm-hmm. and mysterious body potions. And, and <laughs> she would just have, you know, she would sit down and she would just care for her skin and she seemed so at peace and so calm and so happy when she was doing this Mm -hmm. and what i took from that and i could never have really put it into words at the time but i took that sense of ritual that taking that time taking those moments and then it was like whatever happened in her day she was ready yeah she was ready and before she went out for the evening, she had a, a, a separate little ritual. Before she went to bed at night, she had a separate ritual. And they were really her moments. And as I recall, you didn't interfere with those moments. You didn't. You didn't I, <laughs> this was, I was her time. This yeah. was her time. My, my grandfather didn't bother her. Nobody bothered her. Mm-hmm. I was allowed to, to be there, which I was very excited about. Mm-hmm. and it was a it was this t- it was this combination of yes it was glamorous and it was it was very sensual and and frankly very sparkly to me at that point yeah, yeah. but it was also just this this deep sense of I'm worth it I'm worth this time mm-hmm. I'm worth this slow approach to taking care of myself and I think in reality it wasn't actually all that much time taken yeah, yeah but it was the sense of it and that's something that really translated to me mm-hmm. as I got older and made me understand and and even now when I speak to people they say well gee I just don't have time to take care right, of myself right. and uh, honestly that kind of breaks my heart because mm-hmm. if you don't take the time for you who's who going to you have right. to you have to claim that space and i firmly believe that that empowers you in a way that nothing else really can mm-hmm. because it's it's for you it's making you stronger it's boosting your confidence and it's you know you're treating your body which it's it's the temple of your spirit yes it's mm-hmm. it's it's a very important thing you're treating that with the utmost respect and and when we talk about it beginning on the inside there's the feeling there's the there's that notion of i'm taking that time but there's also what you literally feed your body which is very important to me too and i feel before we we go into the nutrition though the one thing i love about this
1: and i i don't know that i've seen it in my life outside of on TV <laughs> is the celebration of being female. Mm-hmm. And you don't really get to see that in normal life anymore. You know,
2: um, no, I don't think so. And I think, I think as women, we're, we're expected because we are very capable of this. We are expected to do everything mm-hmm. and do everything quickly Right. And do everything well, but do everything quickly. We're expected to multitask that obnoxious concept. And right. and we right. do because we kind of have to, but at the same time, if we don't take a moment or several moments throughout the day, throughout the evening, little, little beauty breaks, I would call them, mm-hmm. uh, how can we really be at our best, whether we're caring for children or having a job or having multiple jobs or right. how how can we really do our jobs, whatever they are to our our fullest potential if we're not taking care of ourselves? Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's possible. I think we can get through. I think we're, we're certainly capable of just chugging along, right. but is that With really the, living? That,
1: that ritual? And then I'm going to come back to the nutrition, mm-hmm. but I want to go into this because um, I can see the potential, and we're all rushing through it. Mm-hmm. Actually, the altar of the dressing table, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and honestly taking that time not only to take care of our skin, but to put our makeup on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a ritual that Brooming, we, we sure. rush through without thought and um, without enjoyment, really. And,
2: and and that's and that's part back, of it that's part of it I think that when we're not used to celebrating our femininity in that way mm-hmm. but then maybe we try it yeah we realize oh my gosh this feels so good this is this isn't another thing on the to-do list this isn't a mm-hmm. chore yet yeah, you know another chore to be completed another task this is this is fantastic you know yeah. you start to slowly, massage a serum especially one that maybe you've made or someone magical you know has made Mm -hmm. you start to massage it into your skin and you realize how soothing that is and how pleasurable it is and you you don't even realize it but you're smiling Mm -hmm. and so right there you've changed your entire frequency you've changed the energy now you're going to bring that out into your life you're going to bring that into your world you're going to give that to your your spouse your children your co-workers your whomever and even the person that you buy your coffee from in the morning you're going to give them that and so i believe it's it's very contagious it goes internal yes. goes internal yeah. yes
1: yes and I remember people saying, well, I don't go out without put, before I put my face on. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. and, you know, my that social was mask. Always been, yeah, social mask, uh, you know, if we don't want anybody to really see me. We're going to. And in reality, it should be like an art that that, you know, I am the, the you know, I am the blank. You know, uh, that mm-hmm. I am going to make up,
2: and it should be from that side, which it is should from definitely in- be from the internal yeah. and from the the really from it, I believe it really needs to come from a sense of peace. So that brings us back to the ritual. and yeah. a, a sense of acceptance, a sense of love. Mm-hmm. and not saying, where did I have that fine line yesterday? Where did that come from? But saying, yeah. but saying, hey, you know, I I work hard. I'm, I'm a great person. I'm going to celebrate all this that's going on here. And also yeah. to ch- as a check-in with yourself to say, which I do mention in the book quite a bit, which is to say, you know, your skin is an ever-changing, uh, living, breathing organism. And so it really shows on your face what's going on in your world. Mm-hmm. And so if you say, oh, I'm looking really tired. Well, you probably are. Yeah. And you need to yeah. take take that and say all right i can i can add this serum and I, that's going to refresh me and i'm going to look much better i can put on some lipstick but really let's get to the root of this what's going mm-hmm. on why am i so stressed everybody says that yeah. word 5 500 times a day why am i so stressed why am i not sleeping why do i look so dehydrated mm-hmm. why do you know and and then you start to fix fix things and, and change things, change the energy right. internally in another way. In another, There's another layer to that internal. And I think that's really important.
1: So the nutrition is part mm. of it. Let's start with that nutrition.
2: And, you know, this is what no one wants to hear. <laughs> this is what <laughs> no one ever wants yeah. to hear.
1: I know. We but, want to grab the burger on the fly. Yeah. You know,
2: and, you know, look, you can. You can. I'm a big believer in feeding the spirit now and then. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer in uh, some moderate, well-thought-out pollution <laughs> sometimes <laughs> to the body. Yeah, yeah. You know, I drink coffee. A little I drink, junk food. <laughs> yeah, I drink coffee. I drink wine. I don't eat processed foods. I don't, I, but I also love to cook. And, mm-hmm. and that can be uh, also not another chore. That can just be a very quick oh, I'm sauteing these vegetables. And right. it can so be creative. It, yeah. it's very highly creative. And it's, I just, I love it. It's another form of magic to me as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. But, uh, you know, there's things I do. I stay away from refined sugars. I stay away from, da- I stay away from really all sugars, um, they will zap your skin. <laughs> they will well, really, now. Wh- how does that happen? Why does sugar? They actually happen? will break down the collagen in your skin over Really? Time. Yes, and of course they're addictive, and they're, and they're, um, you know, the the buildup of that just can become an internal uh, clogging, like a lot of things. Yeah. And if you're not detoxifying, kind of frantically then 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 it's not then it's just getting stuck in there and it's just i just see it as old stale energy and i like vital life force energy which is why i eat a lot of you know raw fresh fruits and vegetables a lot of seeds a lot of things that to me are are really just coming straight from the earth Mm-hmm. And yes, um, life still are, in them. Yeah, there's there's still that, and and I think it's incredibly important to treat your insides that way, and just to say, well, I could eat some chips right now, or or mm-hmm. I could make myself a, a beautiful salad with things in it, so I don't feel like I'm being deprived. And mm-hmm. wow, I just fed my own beauty. I fed my own strength. I fed my own power. And I think that's very key because we talk a lot about mysticism and, and ritual. And I've always felt that the magic is only as strong as the magician. And mm-hmm. how can you be strong if you're not taking care of yourself? You can't. You can yeah. be willful, <laughs> but you <laughs> but you can't you don't really have the same power. And you mm-hmm. can certainly get it. It's not that hard you can always enhance that by what you're taking in and, and how you're treating your body. So the, the beauty from the inside out really has a lot of layers. So I think it's incredibly important. And then your, your last layer would be the outside. How am I preserving? Before and we care?
1: leave the nutrition though, mm, sure. Um, you live in New York city. I have to I do and where I do. some of the most delicious food is being mm-hmm. made. Mm-hmm. Um, and and cooking at home is
2: unusual for many new yorkers do you know i didn't realize how prevalent that was because the last yeah. time i lived in new york city i was much younger and even though i still cooked I, it it was a different mindset and i had somebody said to me recently oh everybody i know they'll order you know a piece of fruit they'll just have it delivered right. they don't like,
1: what <laughs> they'll deliver have
2: a uh, uh,
1: soda delivered just
2: oh my gosh i I know are you are you that busy or are you just lazy or what's going on i'm a huge farmer's market green market person Mm -hmm. i love to to shop really i i I, you know hate doing laundry please someone come in and do my laundry but (laughs) i love to grocery i do i love to market and and so to me that's part of the fun is that that Mm -hmm. fresh I had a an ex-boyfriend that used to say I shopped like a French housewife. I would just go out every day and get what see what was right. good and speak right. to the the farmers and speak to the the produce guy and and um, how does the no, average
1: a, person do it though? Because most people don't like to shop that much and are, you know, their cooking is dialing. <laughs> that's, you know, how I do they that's, take that's in a, the
2: best food? That's a fair question. I think that it has to come from, first of all, a, an awareness of what you're putting in. And if you're going to just dial, can you dial cleaner, healthier? Of course you can. Right. There's, yeah. there's tons of services out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you but know, I first- it does make a
1: tremendous difference. It makes a
2: dramatic difference. Processed food is a disaster for your insides and your outsides. Um, you know, too much of anything, too much fried, salt, sugar, oil, especially the wrong kinds of oil. I'm a big fan of what I call beauty fats, you mm-hmm. know, good, good oils. Uh, like avocado and coconut and grapeseed and and all of these things and but olive uh, a good olive oil. But I was thinking you didn't mention olive. It's like isn't olive good? <laughs> it is good. It is yeah. good. But you know it's best if you drizzle it on after as opposed to cooking with it. Yeah. Okay. It breaks but, down um, with cooking. Um, it can get rancid at high heat, as a lot of oils can. But um, but you and know avocado is a avocado thing. oil and and avocado the the, the food yeah, is the good, fruit, the fruit. Yeah. and um, you know coconut anything I I don't eat dairy so I eat a lot of dairy products that are made with you know faux dairy products that are made mm-hmm. with coconut oil as a base. And you and we need those fats. We need those fats to function well. We need those fats for our skin, our hair, our nails, all of that. So mm-hmm. we can't we can't do non-fat. I don't believe in eliminating a food group. Like I don't believe in no carbohydrates. I think that's not healthy. Uh, I think you have to be be aware of the kind of carbohydrates you're taking in. I think a lot of the you know white white flours and sugars and those things are disastrous for you. Mm-hmm. In every way, but and and the thing is, they're just so ingrained in our daily lives. it's it's generally what we're raised on that um, we don't think about it. We just don't think about it. so it it takes some sort of awakening. I know a lot of people are in my age bracket are starting to eat really healthy because they're having health issues. and right. and i'm I'm happy to see it, but I'd also like to see young people starting out that way. Mm-hmm. Not just not just grabbing something en route to school or to their or their work, but but really thinking about it, really being conscious of what are you putting in here.
1: Yeah, this is yeah.
2: this is an important place. This is you, what are you what are you putting in? And so
1: a lot of people live on happy hour, especially in New York.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, and and you can see. I mean, look, the world is such a stressful place, and and. <laughs> every other person you not every other every person you talk to the the other word they say besides stress is anxiety anxious that's it will show on your face oh it will absolutely show on your face and that's why you know lifestyle is so important too and and you know whether you gravitate toward meditation or yoga or just plain old exercise just get on your running shoes and go to the park walk mm-hmm. i walk all over the city yeah. And I, I love it because I get to see things. I see beautiful architecture, de- architectural no, you know, details. I get New to see York shops. I get point. to, yeah, yeah, anywhere, anywhere you live, there'll be someplace great to walk. And so mm-hmm. you don't have to do anything fancy. You don't have to join a gym. I hate gyms. <laughs> I, I, I hate gyms. I yeah. like nature. I, I want to get yeah. outside. I don't care if it's yeah. raining. I was walking around in the rain the other day. <laughs> Yeah, and I got a call from my mother, and she said, "Do you have an umbrella?" I said, "No, I have a hat. I'm fine. I'm good. It's really nice." She yeah, said, yeah. <laughs> she thinks I've lost my mind, yeah. but so and yeah. So, here
1: in Denver, we have no moisture. We have oh, no, you, know. you
2: really need a lot of humectant in your in your diet and also topically for sure. Mm-hmm. You do, you need a lot of hydration. Fortunately, you can get it. Fortunately, you can get it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's part of it too, is when you are reasonably detoxified on the inside, Mm -hmm. nutritionally speaking, you will then absorb what you do take in a whole lot better. You'll be able to absorb, you know, all the water you're drinking. Well, what if you're not absorbing it? then it's not really helping or the good food. I just made this beautiful salad with, you know, this, this cold pressed olive oil and this avocado and all these beautiful fresh vegetables. And, but if you're not absorbing it. Yeah. that's So there's, there's a lot of that. So there's a lot of uh, detoxification is really key. I think to, to aging well, I'm never going to say anti-aging because that doesn't exist, Mm -hmm. but, but aging well, and, and, <laughs> like and feeling that. good feeling yeah. good you know mm-hmm. so it's it's great longevity is a wonderful thing but it's quality of life too right so, so so in your daily life well first
1: you do um talk in your book about having an altar which yes. the dressing table
2: you know? yes yes and Oh gosh, it's such a sacred space, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and, and I also mentioned in the book too, it doesn't have to be some fabulous antique piece of furniture that looks like Jean Harlow sat at it at one point. It, it can be your bathroom sink, it can mm-hmm. be a table. I used to have a very minimalist apartment that I just had a huge gilded mirror on the floor and a cushion. Wow. And then I would just, you know, make in, in the daylight and I would just get ready there and it can be wherever it needs to be. You don't have to, again, add it to your list of things to do or expenses to incur or anything like that. But it should be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, it should be. It. I I love the idea of having your your beauty potions in beautiful bottles and having a space where. Maybe you light a candle when you're winding down for the evening. Maybe you light a candle as you're getting ready for work. Please don't forget to blow it out before you go. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, I I have a statue of Freya right there. She's there with her cats and she's just right there with me. Mm-hmm. And I uh, and also have a little tiny statue of Bost right there because I have a lot of statues of Boston. This little one fits on my dressing table. <laughs> and you, know, you have all your things, your bottles, your mirror, your comb. These are, these are actually magical items. These are actually mm-hmm. tools of, of ritual. So it how becomes you, very symbolic. How did you start to make your own? Oh, I was a teenager. And I was getting very hyped up because the time to- what was going on in the world at the time was coinciding with my teenage rebellion in a really beautiful way. <laughs> they came together well. Huh? <laughs> they came together well, and oh, yeah. I was looking to fight something. And it it was it was animal rights activism got really big. And this is, as you know, this is pre, internet. This is Mm -hmm. pre-social media. So, you know, it was the the six o'clock news and PETA were throwing paint cans at people and Uh, and protesting. And I thought, who is this? And I had some older friends that had gone vegetarian, moved to the city. They were older and gone vegetarian. And when I would go in to visit, they would, um, they take me to vegetarian restaurants. And I was very, very interested in all of this. And Mm -hmm. So I just decided, you know, staunchly to make an announcement to my family that I was no longer eating meat. And that was that. And well, how are you going to survive? I don't know, but that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. And don't, you know, you can't tell me differently. The drama. And I haven't changed much, by the way. <laughs> and so, so I, and that very, you know, again, back then too, you didn't have what we have now in terms of you can just go to almost any market anywhere in the country. And you do have options, restaurants, you have options, you have all kinds of of things now that sort of cater toward um, different food situations with people. But back then you didn't. And so I remember there was this one little teeny teeny health food store, not anywhere nearby. I had to have someone drive me and they had a few little items and it. it started to dawn on me. Well, if I'm not going to put processed food, chemicals, animal products in my body, why am I gonna put them on my face? And it was really about chemicals at that point, even more than animals. But, I thought, well, gee, that's that's not good. That's not good. And, and I have to say that putting
1: chemicals on your skin is picked up very quickly in your bloodstream.
2: Yeah, and, and well, I mean, there's there's a duality there because the skin is a barrier organ. Mm -hmm. So it does filter a certain amount of it. It's not like you, you know,
1: everything. It
2: immediately goes in. It does. It Mm -hmm. does its job. But yet there are still other repercussions, Mm -hmm. and, and I, and it was, you know, it was all tied into this. Isn't good for the planet. This isn't good for, huh? Okay, and so I started to try to find natural skincare or. You know, body wash or something Yeah, and there wasn't a lot available and so I remember finding a little tiny book about this skinny mm-hmm. <laughs> uh your your listeners can't see me but it but about a, a quarter Half of an inch, inch thick yeah, and an inch, it yeah. was by a, a lovely woman named Rosemary Gladstar and she was pro- probably one of the very first if not the first person writing DIY beauty books mm-hmm and so she had little recipes in there for face creams and and uh, shampoos and all these things. And I was just fascinated. All
1: over it. Because
2: yeah. it really spoke to my my love of, of creating things, making things with my hands. And mm-hmm. and I thought, hmm, I've got to try this. And little body scrubs and face scrubs and all mm-hmm. of these exfoliants. And, and it got me really into it. And so then, of course, I had to take it and run with it and do my own thing with it and and started to make up little potions not only for myself but I would give some to my mother I'd give some to friends I do yeah. and all of a sudden they'd be saying you know that that was kind of, I like that what was that What well, yeah. you know and Can I would just do it again give yeah. me more yeah and so as several years would progress and I went into my 20s my early 20s I was actually making and selling potions of course I had no idea of of shelf life and
1: mm-hmm.
2: how to pa- I didn't know what I was doing and but and and, and, yeah. and the and just sort of making them fresh was 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 very uh tiring sometimes mm-hmm. and I also had a oh sorry go ahead
1: you know what I'm going to take a break now Sure. And when I come back I want to hear more about the potions sure. but also how you infused them Mm. with the moon, with the energy, Mm -hmm. with the goddess. Mm -hmm. So we'll be right back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. One thing's for certain, life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns?
2: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
0: You are listening to Metaphysics, a view through the veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to a view through the veil at gmail.com Now back to the show
1: Hi, and we're back with Elise Marie and her new book, The Beauty Witch of Secrets," and we're talking about potions, moon cycles, the um, goddess the beauty goddesses, and welcome back, Elise. I want to hear about all of this and. <laughs> <you made it. laughs>
2: Well, uh, let's see. So uh, the book is broken down. The beginning of the book is talking about actually walking the reader through how to make the potions and uh, choosing ingredients. There's a whole section in the back of the book for all the ingredients and all of their their properties, magical and practical. Mm -hmm. And we talk about... Potions. We talk about ritual. We talk about. I was just referencing before that the beauty which altar, and or your altar of beauty, and how I keep a statue. I keep a candle on mine. I keep a statue of Freya, who is the the goddess I most connect to. She's she's come to me the most often, but I mention several. I believe seven in in total, and. know, a little story about each of them and potions that they've inspired, or maybe they've even whispered to me a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so everybody will sort of connect with their, their, their lady and who they, who they really feel a strong kinship with, or maybe all of them. Mm -hmm. And there are certainly, there's certainly more. Those were just the ones that, that I've connected with. And so we do bring goddess in. We do, we do really, um, my goodness I mean she she really does guide us and and especially <laughs> goddesses of love and beauty are going to be right there when you're trying to take care of yourself so that's you can always you can always call upon them whomever you're the person the, the goddess that you're most connected to you can certainly call upon her when you're feeling like you need some guidance there and you need some um. I don't want to say give yourself permission, but sometimes we do have to give ourselves ourselves permission to take that time and to to make that effort. Mm-hmm. And so they're right there, certainly. And I'm a huge fan of working with the lunar cycles and the planetary transits and cycles. And I I write a call, a monthly column for Enchanted Living magazine, and I do get a little bit into that well a lot bit into that every month yeah. because yeah. we spotlight each each new moon each full moon and what's going on in the stars in a way that and in this will this will connect in with what we're talking about potion making because like with all magic you know there's there's a need and then there's timing and those th- two mm-hmm. things don't always come together Go so ahead. I talk a lot in the book about how we would gear, our need, our intention to what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. Because you have have certain potions and certain rituals that are certainly better suited to a new moon or a waxing moon or a waning moon or a full moon. It doesn't mean you can't make them or use them at other times. It just means Mm -hmm. that your intention has to change. And, And that's going to be true if you need to you need to manifest money or a job or uh, you know a car repair or something <laughs> it's, it's it's always going to be that way and if you're you're trying to draw something to you and it happens to be a waning moon mm-hmm. you, you still have that need you still have that. Need. yeah yeah so you just tailor it and so um there's there's a lot to be to be said for that and and it's absolutely doable you just have to sort of commit to that energetically mentally and then put that into what you're doing Mm -hmm. so uh let's see what did so
1: on the on the potion because one thing you say in here is to Mm -hmm. put um to put your potion out under a full moon or under
2: a certain moon Mm -hmm. overnight Mm -hmm. i love that i love that. Yeah, one of my favorite things to do, particularly if I'm creating a potion that is for drawing things to me Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, a beauty potion, let's say a serum that's just really full of nutritive, magical, wonderful things. I like to make it on a new moon, Mm -hmm. I like to set it out into. Outdoors, if you can, in a protected space, of course. It, sometimes it's just a windowsill, and I mm-hmm. like it to absorb the the, the evening energy. energy, the lunar energy, the stars, and then the first morning light, and then this the sun. And that's why I always recommend mm-hmm. tinted glass for your potions, no matter what it is, because you really do want them to be protected from mm-hmm. too much heat or too much too much of the elements. So and then I feel like if you do that every day up until the full moon and then you grab that bottle and you and you give it a swirl and you use it. Oh, that is going to be incredibly, incredibly potent.
1: So and, would, would you actually like, let's say, oh, I want a new car. So let me use this. Potion <laughs>
2: <today."> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there are there are definitely potions in there that will correspond to abundance certainly um they are they are overall more geared toward beauty but yes there are there are potions in there the the second half of the book is all recipes and mm-hmm. so they're head to toe so they're every need that I can think of that you might have for beauty for well-being there is a section there in the end for just, cocktails elixirs brews and Mm. so there's all this idea of sipping your magic and ingesting this power and so there's there are there are recipes in there for all different kinds of needs and wants and desires there too where you're actually ingesting something and I love the idea of a beauty cocktail a magical beauty cocktail whether you spike it or you don't Uh, it doesn't matter uh, (laughs) it's the idea of you're not just sort of unconsciously consuming something you're really putting some energy into this Mm -hmm. and maybe you're serving it to guests and and everybody gets to enjoy it so that that i love too it's also intention right it's complete intention intention. yeah there's a lot of intention and as as with all magic you can have all the intention in the world and all the desire but if you're not willing to do something on the physical plane Mm -hmm. and not willing to sacrifice right that's the that's the thing that we don't always talk about is that you know our ancestors sacrificed all kinds of things that we're not going to do now but 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 we do have to sacrifice something maybe it's I'm sacrificing time scrolling on my phone Mm -hmm.
1: to make
2: this potion maybe I'm sacrificing running out to a fast food place twice this week because I'm going to take that money and I'm going to buy really great ingredients. Mm -hmm. So there has to be that element. There's intention, but there's also action, action on the physical plane. And then there's, there's, what are you willing to do to make it happen? And I think that's a key thing that a lot of, a lot of us don't always remember. So it's not only
1: the taking the time to make it, but taking the time to let's say to follow the moon Mm -hmm. um, and and put it out and let it absorb the moon energy. Mm -hmm. And then also you use astrology.
2: I do. I do. And I have actually another book that's much more geared toward astrology. I talk about astrology in my column, but here, yes. And there are a lot of, there are factors and there's always, you can, you can get really, you can get really specific and, probably too <laughs> too fine-tuned <laughs> about i won't make a potion during a, a void of course moon i like to make potions on fridays because that's that's venus's day that's freya's day that's the day of beauty and love i was also born on a friday so i feel extra potent on a friday right extra uh, yes yeah. and and that's yeah. going to be different for everybody It's going to be up to you what feels good to you some people are early morning concoctors conjurers some people are late night conjurers some people and so even when you take a a magical bath that's up to you when you take it you know and Mm -hmm. it's gonna it's going the point is that you have to really make it your own and with potion making as well you need to really gravitate toward in the book what what's going to not only your needs let's say you have oily skin or dry skin or or tangly hair, but you also have magical energetic needs that will correspond. And I would always, always encourage people to make substitutions where they feel they would want to, where they intuitively feel lunar guided to substitute Mm -hmm. something. Let's just say something has lavender, but you can't stand the scent of lavender. Okay. And so lavender you and- is a love-hate thing. I mean, some lavender, yes. I absolutely and- love lavender. But- and
1: I don't like it. It smells like chemicals to me.
2: See, that, yeah.
1: oh, that's so funny to me. It's just it's it's I it's know. Some people who love us I mean it's, it's it, yeah, if you love it. We love it. Yeah. Um
2: but but so you would go into the back of the book and you would look up for something that is um that maybe has the same magical property or the same cleansing property on the skin gentle cleansing and, and property what on the skin. magical
1: properties does lavender have
2: well lavender is calming and it creates uh happiness and joy and love and and restfulness and uh some people will tell you sleep
0: mm-hmm. you know it
2: can conjure some, but certainly a sense of calm and right. a sense of you know you could take it so far as to say bliss and you could say certainly that it's protective on some level. And 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 I, I find it a very effective component for your skin care because mm-hmm. it's very cleansing without being harsh. Yeah. So you can pretty much anyone with any kind of skin can dab it directly on a blemish. And it's not going to cause a reaction, but it is going to help. Mm-hmm. But then you may want to choose something else. You may want to choose chamomile. You may want to choose calendula. You may want to choose idol voice you may want to choose and so so by all means make it your own yeah. but just do it with do it with an awareness of you use you- essential oils or do you make I do. your own okay I don't make my own I don't it's so funny I don't have the time nor the patience I don't know um, how to make
1: your own essential oils
2: <laughs> I have no you idea it's it's, it's a it's quite a process if you're going to, yeah, Yeah, it's quite an extraction process. Um, No, I just, I like high grade. uh, I would say healing grade. I don't think we're allowed to say medicinal grade, but, but healing grade. I don't think we're allowed to say food grade either, but I say food grade. Mm -hmm. Um, Essential oils and, you know, very high quality products and uh, uh, ingredients, products for ingredients you talk
1: about vibration too mm, uh, high vibration mm. high
2: vibration a pure you know as pure as possible and organic wherever possible and everybody's got a budget and, and that's understood and so I would always encourage people to as I say gravitate towards something that's not only seems to be what you what you would like to make for a particular condition or or skin type or hair type or but also what just calls to you, what sounds good, what feels good to you, what's, what's intuitive. Smell.
1: And I go by smell yeah, a what's lot. intuitive to Even you. Even in cooking, and, if it if it yes, smells right, then we're good.
2: Absolutely. And 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 gravitate toward that and then and then gather those ingredients mm-hmm. and start there. And then you can always build, you know, and yeah. Some of the ingredients can be a bit luxurious, but they also will go a long way. So if you buy, let's say, a rose, rose absolu or a rose uh, extract or what they call an auto, um, they're pricey, but they go a long way. And the oh, scent is quite strong. Do they last? It depends Are- on what it is. And it depends on, obviously, how often you're using it, how much. I tend to go through certain things rather quickly because right. I use a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I use a, a really nice quality jasmine oil and, and a really nice quality rose, and I just seem to constantly run out of them, mm-hmm. which is not the most budget-friendly thing. But but then I again, love, you're making your I own po- potions, yeah. so you're saving I, money there. Yeah, and I just feel like it's like buying a, a an organic vegetable. I feel like you are, It's again, it's your body, it's your health, it's your well-being and so i'd rather take away from something else Mm -hmm. right from another place you know let's 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 look at your starbucks budget you know (laughs) and see what we can tweak and so it just really becomes a matter of what's what's most important to you Mm -hmm. and starting small you can start small for sure yeah and um
1: a desert you have a note here about the desert island beauty product oh (laughs) (laughs) you know living in denver it's like well, i think you
2: know (laughs) some people will ask you what um if if you were stuck on a desert island Mm -hmm. oh okay you know what's the one thing you would take with you or do you have a you know do you have a are there three things you would take with you or so I think we all have that we all whether it's right. a cosmetic some people say I can't live without mascara I can't live without lipstick I can't mm-hmm. live without a hairbrush I can't live. you know there's always those things that so 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 what can't you live without Barb <laughs>
1: right well what can't you live with that I'm more interested well, in
2: that <laughs> I don't I I if Okay, I can live without any of them, I suppose. But so you you get three def- things. To take. Okay, I get three things to take on yeah. a Desert Island. Okay, I would take rosehip oil. Mm-hmm. I don't think Why? I'd get a day without using it. It is such a beautifying oil, and it's the energy of the rose. I mean, it's just—it's mm-hmm. this powerful, ancient. What beautifier. is the energy
1: of the rose?
2: Well, the rose is is, is beauty. I mean, it's just beauty yeah. and love, but something else too that that tends to get not as focused on, which I really feel very strongly about, is the strength of the rose. If you think about, it's such a beautiful, uh, delicate thing, and yet it's really an ancient symbol of of strength and power. <laughs> and so, to and me, beauty. it's yes, yeah. and so it's both. Yeah, and and it's and it's it's sharing the um, that combination of beauty and beauty and strength. They go, they're going hand in hand, and it's reminding you to take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. I love the scent, and I just I love I just love them. They're my favorite mm-hmm. flower. And I would speaking. Okay, people so we'll go can, with, people can go
1: by the scent and what resonates with them, mm-hmm. and that's a good predictor of what will work.
2: I think so. I think, and, and so let's say rose, rose hip oil doesn't have a particularly strong rose scent,
1: but you already knew about it being one of your, yeah, but yeah. it's,
2: but it's, it's just anything rose, anything rose, mm-hmm. rose water, right. rose extract, rose, rose petals. i you know, I pack my, my skincare line with, with rose petals. And it's just, mm-hmm. to me, it's just the ultimate beauty goddess right. gift, gift to humans, Um, and and life on earth. And I would say my second desert island ingredient would be, I would say it would be grapeseed oil. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of all things grape. And yes, that includes wine. (laughs) (laughs) I love the grape. The grape has tremendous antioxidant powers, phenomenal for your skin phenomenal do very, you very use that to. as a,
1: a base for many of your potions. I do
2: I use it as yeah. a base but I use it straight I have an enormous container of it <laughs> 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 on my actually in my bathroom I have one in my shower and I have one I I'm unfortunately do not have a bathtub with this apartment which is killing me I'm mm-hmm. such a soaker. It's killing me that I can't take my and own. And you bath talk oceans.
1: in your book about bathing oh, and how important it is and the ritual of bathing. Oh, it's yeah. so
2: important. I haven't lived without a, a bathtub, I think, ever. So this yeah. has been quite trying. And so, <laughs> um, but I keep I keep New this, York this, City. I just <laughs> lather myself in this grapeseed oil from head to toe, and I love it. And I think the third thing would probably be. I want to say one of my own skincare potions, but I don't want. I don't want to. Uh, okay.
1: Well, no, tell um, us, the, us which see. one that is, and then we'll go back to a generic one. What would you bring? Yeah. You
2: know? Um. Well, my 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 current favorite potion in in my my line, which. And your I, line uh, is called. It's called the Beauty Witch. It's okay. called the Beauty Witch, and, and it's on your I, website. It's on my website, mm-hmm. which is just thebeautywitch.com. Very very easy to remember. And I love everything there. They're all my babies. I've been using them all for a very long time, but I just started taking pre-orders on a brand new product that I, I couldn't wait to get out into the world. And I'm honestly just waiting for the labels before Mm -hmm. I can ship them out, but they're, they're supposed to arrive any moment, but it's called Bouclier de Freya. And it's basically Freya's shield. It's Mm -hmm. so she's, she's a warrior and Mm -hmm. it is, it is a skin warrior. It is, um, it's immensely hydrating and protective, and it will absolutely make you look younger and fresher and more vibrant and glowing, and it stays with you. There's a there's a, a protective layer of avocado oil that will actually keep all that hydration in. Mm. And so I, yeah. uh, if you're in a dry climate like yourself, or you're oh, just in yeah. an environment, like even here in the city, our heat comes cranking out for no reason at all times. Mm-hmm. And so you find yourself, you know, in the middle of the very night, dry, yeah. very dry, your skin <laughs> yeah. is dry, your throat is dry. Right. Everything's dry. And your one hair, thing in the city you know. too
1: is you take on so much dirt. Oh, so you know.
2: much. Yeah. You go down into the train and you're just filthy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah. So I love this as a protective so
1: how does it, um, I don't want your whole recipe, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but some of the ingredients that work that are in there.
2: In this particular one is um, aralonic acid, which is getting a ton of press. Uh, mm-hmm. But the thing about it is it's, it's a wonderful hydrator. It's, it's a wonderful humectant. The mm-hmm. thing with humectants that doesn't always come into play for, for a lot of brands and a lot of products is that you need uh, you need something that will k- provide a protective barrier that mm-hmm. then keeps that moisture in. It's called an occlusive and avocado oil is one of them. So I use that combination. I also use uh, peptides and ceramides, which are also naturally occurring, uh, uh, I don't want to say anti-agers. I'm trying not to say that word. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, Age
1: supportive. Well,
2: supportive. (laughs) Yes. I love that. Prevention and repair and healing of fine lines, uh, uh, laxity in the skin, uh, dullness, Mm -hmm. you know, hyperpigmentation. These are all things that can really, can really make us look like we've been through the mill.
1: That you sell. Do you use the moon cycles? And the I do, Soviet I do,
2: I do. Um, and that's why I I tell, uh, right on my website, I tell people you have to allow a good two weeks mm-hmm. to for me to ship because depending on where we are in the lunar cycle, I want to make them during an appropriate cycle. I want to make them on the right day. I want to make them when I'm really strong because I don't want you getting any bad energy. Yeah. I want yeah. you getting really strong and how, how long and do
1: they um, last? How long? I mean, can
2: that oil go rancid or? Um, generally speaking, anything can go rancid eventually. Right, true. Um, But I've not had that problem because and i don't know i've never i've not heard any complaints because i do use some natural preservatives certain essential mm-hmm. oils certain things are mildly preservative they're not going right. to last right. forever so they're protected certainly. but they are protected and also you're using them because they're right. they work right. so you're using them so you know whether you're dabbing let's say this particular serum i just mentioned you're dabbing it on twice a day or three times a day, or I I decant a little bit into a travel bottle and I bring it with me and I just dab it when I need some hydration um, right. with a little spritz of maybe some rose water and just, yeah. and it's so you know, nice. Yeah.
1: I want to make sure everybody knows where to get this too, because we're coming oh, to a close. So where, where can they get your products and where can they get hold of your book and, and oh, you well. directly you do, do you do, personal consultations or
2: i do not anymore no okay. um but i but 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 by all means write me through okay, my good. website you can yeah. so my website is i love to hear from people and so you can reach me my website is thebeautywitch.com mm-hmm. and um, on there you can see you can you can buy signed copies of my book you can you, there's an atelier for my products there, you can read my articles that I've written. You can read blog posts. You can uh, read my column. There's a column archive on there. And uh, you can certainly contact me through there. Mm-hmm. And I love to hear from people. And, and you've got a
1: beautiful line of products. Thank I, you. I, I, thank you. I've,
2: I put it's some good time good. into the packaging because I wanted to make sure that right. it was as sustainable as I, I could possibly make it. Mm-hmm. I could possibly make it and I agonized over those. Yeah, not only and wonderful
1: ingredients but high vibrational ingredients.
2: Very high vibration. Yeah. Most of my potions uh have crystals in mm-hmm. them. Um, have some sort of corresponding crystals in them and which that that opens up a whole nother sustainability issue but that's, right, that's another right, right. that's another conversation. <laughs> um I'm sort of very particular about where I get things from, and re- mm-hmm. you source. reusing, no, reusing, yeah. and 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 recycling things in terms of reusing things. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but um, so definitely and, I want to make sure everybody goes to your website. We have you. to close. I didn't set yes. you off.
2: No, it's OK. You, yeah. I just wanted to say that you can also buy my buy my book um, through. You can get it in most most retailers. You can get at Barnes right. & Noble, Amazon. You can get it through Llewellyn They're the publisher. Mm-hmm. So it's out there. It's up.
1: And, and it's on your website. It'll bring it you to where you can buy it.
2: Yep. That's yep. fabulous. Absolutely. Hey, yes. thank
1: you so much for being on thank the show. You. I thoroughly enjoyed you, it. I did, too. You're lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You, too. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Please tune in for another edition with your host, Barb Crowley, next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.